Hey, this is LA Salami. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. back everybody to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. You are listening to Theriosity, the only show on these airwaves that dives right into the world of the paranormal, conspiracy, rarities, oddities, and the curious. Today I have a special guest with me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello everybody. Uh, my name is Chris, but I was also known as Marmar for the past six years on my show World Without Words. Uh, previously on Wednesdays. Currently, not having a show, but I'll hope to return in the summer. But very, very happy to join you this afternoon. Thanks. So before we jump into today's topic, we want to talk a little bit about the fun drive so that all our listeners can know that, you know, we're doing this fun drive. We're trying to raise a 10K and all that money goes directly towards the station to help us keep running, you know, get us equipment when we need it. You know, our station has been running on air since 1969, so you can imagine how things are constantly used. You know, we are a 24-hour, 365-day station, and all of us here would really appreciate any sort of donations. And of course, if you donate, there are available premiums. You guys can grab cool KUCI merch. There's things like mugs, water bottles, flash drives, t-shirts, a t-shirt even designed by Spooky Manda of Belly of the Beat, which is really cool. And of course, you can check that stuff out on our website. But if you want to snag those cool premiums, which also include bigger things like concert tickets... CDs, vinyls, a bunch of cool stuff. You can call in. We have operators ready to handle your call. If you call in at 949-824-5824, that is 949-UCI-KUCI. We love to hear you guys call in and support us so we can keep doing what we do here at KUCI. So without further ado, let's get into today's topic. So... As morbid as this may sound, <laughs> eventually we all die, of course. And although that is a very natural human ex- experience, um, of course, there's still a lot of fear. You know, no one, it's, it's not really people's goal to die, you know. But it is important to plan ahead, whether that's legally, you know, with a will, you know, what's going to happen to your things when you pass away, but also what happens to you. 
So there are a lot of options. There is, of course, um, things like organ donation. So that's something you can do, like, at the DMV. And I think that's a very noble thing to do, you know. Although I don't think that they actually harvest your body at the DMV. Just no, to, they just do Just to not. clarify. <laughs> <laughs> it might feel like they do. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but they do not. Um, yeah, because a lot of people feel very tied to their bodies. Like, when I die, that's my body. I don't want anyone, you know, doing anything new it. But some people feel, oh, you know, I'm my consciousness, not my body. So someone else can benefit from having, you know, my lungs or my liver, my heart. Why not? Um, but then again, they don't take your whole body. And you also have to die under specific conditions in order, you know, True. and you have to find a match and whatnot. So you can still be an organ donor and decide what is left with the rest of your remains. Mm -hmm. And there's the other routes of traditional burial. Um, there's cremation. You can also donate your body. And then there's a whole bunch of fun stuff you can do with <laughs> your ashes. Fun stuff. Yeah. Lots of <laughs> unique things, I would say. Yes. So I think this is also becoming a bigger thing now because people are, I guess, more aware and like it's easier to talk about. It's not as morbid as people, you know, sure. thought it was in the past. And there's also a kind of growing movement against traditional burial, whether that's from a space issue, because obviously you can't have the whole world be a cemetery. Mm -hmm. And then there's issues, you know, th there are cemeteries that, you know, bury people in layers, but then people don't like that. Um, there's also a movement moving against embalming for a whole slew of reasons. So people are finding like these, I guess, cooler alternatives. So one of them is. So all of these kind of start off with cremation at first. So you can send your body to the crematory, you collect your ashes, and you can, one of them is launch yourself into space. Right. Or someone else would launch you, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very, very expensive, though, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Like only, uh, I think, fewer than 200 people have had it done to them in the past decade or more. Yeah, very, very it's, few. you're going into space. That's going to cost some money. You yeah. Know? That's <laughs> pretty far away. Yes. Uh, one of them that um, our fellow DJ, uh, TJ, was saying that he wants done is to have his ashes pressed into vinyl, mm -hmm. which is more popular as vinyl's also coming back. You know, you can be pressed with your favorite songs or maybe an original song. Who knows? Sure, yeah. And I think it's much more reasonably priced. I mean, um, the cost from what I was looking up online was about $4,000, but you do get pressed into 30 vinyl records. Yes. So you could distribute that amongst your family and your friends and everyone would be able to kind of listen to you or listen to uh, music of your selection and, and uh, yeah, remember remember memories with you. Mm -hmm. One of them that I personally thought was nice and I might want to have done to my body is to be pressed into jewelry. Mm -hmm. So this was common back in the day, but it was with hair. Um, there's a lot of like... Uh, hair being kept in lockets but this is actually like with ash they can like press you into whether it's a diamond or a ruby or whatever stone and you can be worn as like a necklace or a ring or whatever and i think that's nice 
I would just hope that future generations, if they were handed down these jewelry and whatnot, they wouldn't be tempted to like pawn it off in the case of right. they need money. That's and then my suddenly, fear. Like, oh no, that was my, my grandma. That wasn't even like my grandma's jewelry. It was yeah. her. Oh no. <laughs> um, another one would be having your ashes mixed in with fertilizer and then being planted into a tree. Mm-hmm. Another one which I think is really cool is... Um, they mix your ash with cement and they create an artificial reef and they right. place it in oceans where there's like a reef that's in danger of, you know, not being there anymore. They can help those uh, animals and plant life through building that reef and that gets to be a part of you. So if you're like really big into helping animals, that could be something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can be also made into a painting, which is the same thing, mm. having your ashes mixed with paint and then, you know, create a painting and you can be, I guess, hung up in the living room. True. I think that that's, um, I mean, it's definitely a different route than the, the jewelry thing because the painting can be, you know, subjected to various different environmental things and, and, you know, decay over time. So kind of like your body, it's almost like giving you, I don't know, maybe a second body because it will over time probably just start to, Yeah decay in a road and and stuff Mm -hmm. depending on how it's treated and uh, conditions of course right there is um also one that i thought was pretty funny was being made into a paperweight (laughs) (laughs) oh what (laughs) okay i i mean i guess if that's (laughs) you're like i don't know but hey (laughs) um there's also things like marbles you know others like house decor items um but in a different route, there, so there's like a lot of people say, oh, I want to donate my body to science. Mm-hmm. But that can mean a lot of different things. So there's just like the basic cadaver, which will then um, get used in metal, medical school. Mm-hmm. And whether that's for actual like experimentation or just um, future doctors learning like anatomy, the body and whatnot. So that might not be as glamorous as people think. They think, oh, I'm donating my body to science. They're going to find some breakthrough <laughs> through my body. Uh, and it is definitely a help and definitely a noble thing to do, but not as, uh, I guess, heroic as people m- might want it to be. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's also things like, uh, what is it called? Uh, plastin- plastination, mm-hmm. where... You've probably seen them somewhere. They There's a, a few different companies that do it, and they travel. Um, they're in Las Vegas a lot, L.A., Hollywood, where they take bodies, and a lot of the time the skin is removed, and they go through plastination. So you're, like, dried out, kind of mummified in a way, but you can still see all your muscles and, like, whatever organs they decide to put on display. And you're kind of, like, structured in a way mm-hmm. so that it looks like you're performing some action. So there's a guy playing the saxophone. There's um, some people playing, like, football or soccer. And it kind of just shows off, like, you can see how the muscles work, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I'm that's pretty cool, I think. Um, it is kind of scary looking. <laughs> <laughs> they do put, like, fake eyes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there has been a lot of controversy, controversy with that because not all of the bodies that were there were necessarily donated. 
Hmm. They were purchased from China, and they were prisoners of war who were executed. Questionable. So hmm. a lot of there's a lot of legal issues with that. Obviously, <laughs> um, I know many had been returned. So hopefully, all the bodies that are that you when you go out and you see on display are willingly there. Maybe. But at the same time, I think it does bring up a little bit of a, of a, I don't know, moral sort of thing of, does the person who's dead even care at this point? Because they're right. not any, anywhere. But probably if the family knew, they, they would be personally mm-hmm. offended by that sort of thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, and they also not only have human bodies, but they also have a lot of animal bodies, like full horses. Mm. Um, I know they also have a pregnant woman, and like you can see the whole fetus and everything. Wow. So, that, I mean, that's a little bit sad, but it's still, like, an awe to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also uh, freezing yourself. Right. Yeah. Which is, there's a little bit of a, some people do it for the idea that they can someday come back. These other ones aren't. Mm-hmm. It's more preserving the memory of you. Mm-hmm. This is more preserving actually you. Yeah, this is the Futurama concept, right? Yes. So yeah, you you might wake up in a thousand years, but do you even want to be living in the year 3018? I don't know. Things might be so, so different, even if we did somehow feasibly come up with a way to resuscitate you. Is that the sort of life that you might want to live? That mm-hmm. sort of shock might just, I don't know, it, would, it might be a huge mistake, to be honest. You might realize it's just, just why did I do this? Mm-hmm. Everyone I knew is also dead now. I don't know. Yeah. And also the just the amount of energy it takes to keep these bodies in a, you know, constantly frozen state, but not frozen frozen, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's also problems with that because uh, the way chemically your body is when you actually freeze at that temperature, your cells are no longer the same. A lot of the cell walls burst. Hmm. And unless they can figure out a way to completely restore that, Um, That is like if you, depending on what you feel is you, is it your physical body or your consciousness? Mm -hmm. Because then you can like theoretically say, oh, like just preserve my brain. And then if you put my brain in somebody else, like that'll still be me. Just the body is not what matters. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess if they find a way to successfully do that, because now you can right now pay and get frozen. Mm -hmm. Um, there's obviously no guarantee that you'll ever get anything out of it, but hey, if they find it, that's, that would be a huge breakthrough. I guess so, yeah. I wonder what the, like, legal and ethical, uh, response to that would be. Yeah, I don't know. Just the idea that, that life has an end, I think, is something that propels a lot of us, gives us a lot of motivation. Right. Just through our day to day. And to have that possibility where there isn't necessarily going to be an end, um, and this also stems, it goes into like the topics of, you know, uh, improving health medicine and whatnot and just longer, longer lives that we're living. Uh, it's, I don't know if that's the correct, or I don't know if I'd say correct, but if that's the best route to take because of, you know, the, the effects of us on the environment, just mm-hmm. the resources that we consume and all of that. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know if every day would be worth living necessarily if you know that there's not going to be an end. I know that there's plenty of media out there that will also discuss that, too. I think mm-hmm. Black Mirror had an uh, episode about right. that, too. Um, yeah, it's a question I think a lot of people 
have to kind of think about with regards to this. Oh, wow, we've got all this technology and science, and oh, cool, we might live forever, but also this. Right. Yeah, so that's pretty, I don't know if I would say heavy, but Mm. definitely something to think about if you're planning on freezing yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Like what you had mentioned about like the uh, cost of the environment, that's a lot of why people are choosing this route as well, like I said in the beginning. Um, So a lot of people don't want to be embalmed because of the chemicals, and they say that goes into the earth and carcinogens whatnot. Mm -hmm. So there is that movement to have a natural burial as in what we have been doing as humans since humans have been around, which is essentially just placing a body into the ground without... Um, some argue that caskets are bad because, you know, that's obviously using wood that isn't really doing much other than just holding your body in the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these things definitely vary by state by state. Um And especially county by county. So if you're planning on doing these things, I would (laughs) recommend that you check out what the laws are in your area. Sure. But in California, if you want to have what would be considered like the most natural burial, which would be wrapped in like an organic shawl and then just placed out into nature and then have whatever nature decides what happens to you so whether that's birds wolves animals uh rain just exposure, all that yeah. the only place in california where you can legally do that is at joshua tree national park hmm i didn't know that i recently went camping there <laughs> like about a year ago i did not know i could pos- possibly stumble across <laughs> some bodies. yeah i don't know how often they get that request mm-hmm. but that is the only legal place in california to do that hmm. so I guess that's something if you're really interested in to look into and also if you're hiking about. (laughs) I've been hiking there a couple of times, so I never saw anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's like a designated area in the park for that or what, but that is some that is an option. Hmm. How about that? Well, good good on you for California for having somewhere (laughs) at least, I guess. Yeah, and that's kind of similar to like uh, sky burials in Mm -hmm. Tibet where it's like for birds essentially. And a lot of people feel like that is the most natural to, like, um, I guess, like, the food web, like, you know, give your body back to the earth, mm-hmm. whether that's feeding animals or essentially becoming fertilizer. Mm-hmm. So that's something to look into if that's what you cherish in life. You can also provide that within your death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the circle of life thing, the whole energy, you know, energy flows from, from one being to the next. And mm-hmm. so whatever... Um, form you take right now you're going to be in a whole host of different forms for the rest of time and uh yeah i mean would it be better to to just be stuck in the ground in a rotting you know uh box or would it be better to just get straight to the point kind of i guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe not to to say that way but just for yeah for efficiency's sake just yeah help out animals that are living right now Mm -hmm. yeah so do you have a preferred method for you Hmm. What we've discussed so far, I I do like some of them. So I like the vinyl record idea, um, mm-hmm. but I also like the idea of just becoming a tree too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm kind of torn between between those. Um, at the same time, the tree is going to take a while to grow, right? Um, and then with the vinyl record thing, I feel like it's not super original in some ways because with the whole 
using cremated remains thing, you could just be placed into a whole host of different objects, right? Like I right. think they can make you into pencils, um, mm -hmm. about 240-ish pencils per person. Uh, that would be interesting. Like, here's my here's my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing with them, yay. Um, or being turned into fireworks. I think that that's right. kind of... Um, I don't know. With fireworks, I feel like it's very self-centered in some ways. Like, I want to go out this big bang and everyone's <laughs> going to see me and they're going to remember me and celebrate my life at that moment. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. So something maybe a little more like, yeah, I don't know if I want to say low-key, but just uh, not so big and boisterous, I guess. The vinyl record is a cool idea. Um, alkaline hydrolysis. Right. Mm -hmm. So like the the idea that instead of um, cremating your remains, instead you get placed inside of a tube and um, basically they they wash away your body with like really, really hot water. Right. And uh, what remains will be, you know, your your bones, I think. And then they can, you know, do what you do what you want with that. Even I forget. Do you know if if the bones remain after that? I think it should. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um there's also the question with that one. I mean, I like that idea, but mm -hmm. they also, some some critics would say that it uses a lot of water, which is about right. 300 gallons a person. And yeah, that's a lot of water too. So I would be I would be okay with that method too, because it's just so much less impactful than something like your traditional burial or cremation. Mm -hmm. um, and I, uh, there's also the issue of the water itself, like if you're going to use clean water, because that would be different than using 300 gallons of just like dishwater. Right. But some people, I'm sure, would be very um, up in arms about, like, I don't want my grandma to be <laughs> washed away with dishwater. Like, she's better than that. So um, I wouldn't personally care. But I think, yeah, alkaline hydrolysis would be a good option. Um, maybe they could do both. Maybe, like, they could cut off half of my body and use that into <laughs> vinyl records and the other half into into hydrolysis, something like that. But what about you? Um. Well, yeah, like I was thinking with the ashes, because obviously you um, you can make multiple things. So if you wanted to be a record and a necklace, that's possible. True. Um, so I don't know. I've, se I've been seeing a lot of uh, things online when I was doing the research for this. So I'm sure there's going to be more out like tomorrow and next week of things you can do. Um, but I also find it funny that ashes... Although they are legally cremated remains, are treated very differently legally than a corpse would. Hmm. So, like, you obviously can't just go dump a corpse somewhere. <laughs> if that's someone's, like, last wish, mm -hmm. um, you can't do that. But you can spread their ashes. Mm. And it's just kind of funny how that's treated differently. And I know there's, like, a really big popular thing where people want their ashes spread at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and I geez. guess they have, like, I don't know how true this is, but that they have someone watching so that if people try to do it on the ride, hmm. um, so they can stop you because they obviously don't want that. But I guess some people still do it. Because I guess if you bring it in a small enough container and you, like, dump it in a planter, like... They won't notice. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be too surprised because people love Disneyland and mm -hmm. and people like kind of this this spooky sort of atmosphere, uh, probably associated with their their death. So yeah, it, it makes sense, I guess. But I just can't imagine doing that personally. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, Disneyland has, of course, rights over their property, so they right. should be able to say like, no, you can't. Yeah, do it's that definitely sort of illegal to do it there. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a private, you know, place, they can say no. Yeah. 
um, obviously there's like very classically people will dump them in the ocean so that their ashes could then spread around the world mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know out of planes or things like that or you could just be in an urn and be kept for in, within your house sure yeah you do have to think if um what do you want best for you know your family because if they're going to be holding around that urn maybe they're going to be thinking about you more mm-hmm. and maybe you'll feel like you even in death, are a burden to them. So maybe mm-hmm. that's not always necessarily the best route. Maybe you want to just kind of disappear and maybe even the memory of you not not really be as prominent to your family so that way they can live their lives without that, that burden on them. Just some things to consider, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy stuff. <laughs> right. But uh, uh, with all of this, I mean... I think it's just so fascinating that all of a sudden now we're thinking about different ways to to handle our bodies, even though we ourselves may or may not have any idea of what actually happens to them. Um, the turning turning your body into various objects and stuff, I think that it uh, is important because not just the environmental reasons and all of that, but because I think that it makes the idea of death a little less creepy, a right. little less. It's a little more just like, oh, well, that's cool. I'd, I'd like to be... I've, I've, appreciate music a lot i'd like to be a record that sort of thing it makes it a little more um uh, i guess just easier to to handle a little, little more swallowable yeah pill. yes since like over a 100 years ago death has become very removed from the home because for obviously all of human history people took care of their own dead and it was just that was just a thing that you did at home someone in your family dies and obviously people died more often back then especially children and whatnot Mm -hmm. um that was just oh like you take care of the body you clean it you dress it you have the wake and then then you go to the essentially the graveyard or whatever but then it became more of a business thing and oh the second someone dies you need to call someone they take the body away they do everything and you show up to the funeral and then there's grandma or grandpa in the casket. And so it became very removed and we became like disassociated with it. So it became a much scarier thing. Um, whether that's facing it on our own and because a lot of people have never seen a dead body. And I think it then becomes more traumatic when they do instead of you know, growing up, like, you see your family members who pass away. Mm-hmm. You help take care of their body. So it's it's very different than it was 100 years ago. So I think this is kind of not necessarily bringing it back, but kind of easing that bridge. Mm-hmm. I like that point about the, the business aspect, too, because I mm-hmm. see that that could also be applied to birthing, right? Like, mm-hmm. we used to have very natural births, and um, women were able to survive that sort of thing and, and by having their child in a barn. And now we've got this kind of very um, dissociated thing where as soon as you, you have your child, the child's just ripped from your arms and taken care of and everything, and you're just left there. I mean, just barely, almost seems like you're barely <laughs> clinging to life. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting how the the world is kind of tended towards, all right, well, let's see how we can make a profit after people give birth or die. Right. There's always a The two things everyone has to do. You got to be born and you got to die. So why not try to make some money off of it? Yep. Very sustainable business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the important thing to keep in mind if you're out there listening is that if you know what you want done with your body, to have it written down Mm 
to have it legalized and have a witness because without that there is no promise that your family or next of kin or whoever you choose to be in charge of that will fulfill it Mm -hmm. so even if like say I know your wife thinks that being launched in, well, I don't know the launching in a space one, the state would help you with that. But (laughs) if you know that you want to be cremated and then your wife is like, no, he's going to be buried next to my family in the grave uh, yard. uh, They will, they will legally take care of that for you. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to have that out there. And even if you are a young person and you think, you know, oh, like I'm going to live to like my mid 80s, which is very possible. But it's always good to have that and have someone that you trust legally be in charge of that. Yep. Why be a burden? You know, why make even more effort and uh, or why make more of a of a hassle for your family? Because they're already going to be completely, probably completely devastated by the loss of your life. So why make it even harder on them to have to deal with the legal ramifications as well? Just make it clear cut, easy. Have this will written out way in advance, like now, <laughs> um, at least something, you know, right. and and that way that it, it won't be such a such a trial for them. Yeah. So with that said, I hope all you listeners learn something from this, have something to think about, maybe something to talk over dinner with your family tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to thank all you guys for tuning in here at KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I hope you consider donating to our fund drive, and I hope you stick around for the next show, which is the Art Club with Allie, where she's going to teach you all about art history, even if you know nothing about art history. So once again, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much for having me, too. Awesome. Thank you for being on. (laughs) All right. Next up is the art club.